I want to see him turn her. With the well D? Played, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not often that Matson takes us dirty. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict TV podcast. We're starting with Westworld. My name's JJ Crowder. I'm one of your hosts. I'm here with my co-host, Javier. What's up, nerds? Ian. Some shit. And Matson. Better red than dead. All right, so we're here to talk about Westworld, season three, episode one. Um, all of us have either caught up through recaps or, like myself, watched season one and two at least three times. So <laughs> I am thoroughly excited. I've been waiting for this for almost two years now, so... I'm thoroughly excited. Has it been that, that long yeah, since? Yeah, they, they take a while in between seasons because they it costs so much to make these Damn. episodes. And it takes so long to go through it that it's uh, it's been two years between each season. It's it's rough for people wow. like me who are like thoroughly obsessed with this show. Fully, so. Full disclosure on my part, I didn't even know Westworld existed until I met JJ. Oh, that's crazy. Same for you, Javier and Ian? No, I knew of Westworld. I just hadn't watched it. Yeah, I have, I have friends who really hmm. like it, so I knew it was around. Yeah, it was, um, when I watched it, I, of course, Game of Thrones was going and my brother-in-law told me about Westworld. Now I'd seen the old movie. There was an old movie with Yul Brenner and it, it's terrible. It's an awful movie. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So that's good. Saved us a yeah, watch. Matt yeah, said no, we're talking about that on no, the car right up. No, don't watch like, it. Maybe we should watch it. No, it's, it's bad. Okay. Um, 1970s. It's crap. Kind of like Star Wars era. Crappy Something movie. like that, but. Mm bad instead of really really good <laughs> asshole no <laughs> um but the movie's terrible so i didn't i had no interest in the show really um and then my brother-in-law rick told me he's like you gotta watch it i was like okay so then i watched the first and the, by the time i started watching it it was on like episode nine so i binged it the first eight episodes and i was and i couldn't stop i was like i'll watch the first episode and i remember just going and I called into work the next day because I stayed up all night watching the first eight episodes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is rough. Hey, you don't have to call in tomorrow. COVID-19, work from home. Exactly. So I am thoroughly excited to talk about this uh, show and to go through this season with you guys. I think it's going to be great fun. It's been fun. We watched the first episode together. It's been fun. Yeah. Did you want to lay out just kind of how these, these uh, podcasts will go for the TV show and what the audience can expect? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, with this, it's uh, going to be a little less structured, I think, probably than the movies. We won't talk about synopsis, things like that. I think it's just get in, talk about the episode, what we liked, what things stuck out, what did we not like. For me, I'd really like to talk about some things that maybe I'd like to see, yeah. some things maybe I saw that might lead into some different definite spoiler alerts watch the episode yes if you haven't watched the episode now's the time to pause the podcast and come back once you've watched it because we will go full spoilers on this great initiation there matt and i almost missed that one Good but for you yeah <laughs> wait i don't want people to get pissed at us yeah no kidding i'm the one dealing with social media <laughs> yeah, that's very true so from this moment on pause go watch the episode then come back because we're getting right into real spoilers and then once we've talked about you know all these things i think a little bit of speculation my big thing is I don't want to do too much of that because you can get lost in that. And I, for me, I like to do it on my own. But in this kind of format, I'd more talk, rather more talk about what happened during the episode and some things we can watch for moving forward. And then maybe a little speculation at the end. Got it. Well, Makes sense? I'll let loose. Um, I think immediate reaction for me, I'm very intrigued by the new world they've built uh, being in, I guess, what would our world would be 30, 35 years from now. If you had told me this is Westworld and I was just quickly walking by, I might have to do a double take because it looks completely different. And honestly, most of the characters we come in contact with initially, totally different as well, except obviously Dolores at the beginning. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm really excited about this new world that we're going to be given. And then the tidbit we were given at the end of the episode with Nazi Germany, maybe, or Nazi wartime oh, or something I, like uh, that. I'm, I'm so looking forward to <laughs> for that. Yeah, just ba- just like base in Argentina, you know, type of thing. You just, you just wander on in there, just start capping Nazis in the face. I would yes. pay for that. And Absolutely. then last thing for me, just initial gut reactions. We'll love whatever this GTA style, hey, go take crime on and get paid for it. Like Javier and I and get probably paid, most of motherfuckers. us <laughs> love GTA stuff and I, like dream come true right there. So just that was just really off the cusp reactions for me. I love it. I agree. I, I thought that was really clever the way to integrate this into like this digital and like get paid motherfuckers and then it's got this really funny you got paid motherfucker like i love that leading into it i really like the build up and how they bounced and they kept it pretty simple with the top three characters that we want right and so i really like that they've got a lot of intrigue some definite what the hell's going on moments um we've got some characters that we aren't aware of yet like Sirach that they gave away the name and you can see him in the preview for next week's but um, at this point, it's you know there's still a lot up in the air. I like that's one of the reasons I like this show is it leaves some things to be guessed and trying to figure out, and always has some twists and turns. And so I'm pretty excited to figure those out. Mine's not nearly as deep as both of yours. I just liked watching Dolores cap people up close. The oh, up close kills she were pretty did it a lot, yeah. staring in his eyes as yeah. she just pulls the trigger, walking like gut wound and taking yeah. people out at the same time. So was she in heels too? I'm sure she Pretty was. Sure. Which what gal isn't in heels in these movies and shows? Dude, let's not That's forget fair. the part where she changed her dress. Oh yeah, with a flip what? of like a thing in her shoulder and it's Dope. a different dress altogether. That was pretty cool. That was cool. The future is is pretty bright in Westworld land. Fashion? Apparently, you just pull a button at your shoulder and you got a whole new dress. There's on, something right? I'm it's also cool. excited about. The, I mean, we are all aware of in the, the previous for this was Aaron Paul um, coming in. I don't know his character's name. Do we know his name yet? In the TV show. Um, Aaron Paul is the individual that played Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. I love him. Oh, as Caleb. Cal. Caleb. Cal. Cal. Th- yeah. That's it. Cal and I love I love his character in, in that. That's my favorite TV show of all time. So I'm very Breaking excited. Bad? for Yes. Oh, really? Without a doubt. Uh, but I'm very <laughs> excited to see what Aaron Paul is going to be able to do with this series. And I guess the connection he's now going to have with Dolores and where that is going to go. But I'm pumped that he is in. I didn't know that um, until like a couple days ago. Yeah, so full disclosure, I, Javier, did not enjoy Westworld Season 1 to the point where I didn't even watch Season 2. I just watched a recap because it was so boring and it was so slow. And I got to the point where you find out that Bernard is a robot. And I'm like, if that's the twist that we're throwing out here in this TV show, this was not worth the wait. I watched, That's like the eighth episode. I went through eight hours of this for like the, some... Like shitty suboptimal twist. Anyway, I was actually pretty impressed with this premiere. Like, like Madsen said, I could get on board with this like new mm-hmm. futuristic world and like and Dolores, who's not like some victim anymore, but she's like Badass. a bad guy now. In the first episode, she becomes a billionaire by like <laughs> just like ripping off some rich dude and killing him in a pool. I was like, that is, dude, that is a strong flex. And then you've got Bernard, who works in a meat factory. Like, what has that guy been doing for the last three months? Hiding, apparently, because they. I like that they laid the whole slaughter at him. Like, she's figured out a way to say this was all Bernard. 
Um, it's always the black bear. And she it's being always... she being who again? Um, <laughs> that it was. I'm assuming it was Dolores. But why is she? Because she brought him back to life for. But see, this is the this is the problem. All you sons of bitches watching the recap, what happened at the end is she brought him back and said, "I created you originally, mm-hmm. so I could create you again," which she did. And she said, "I brought you back out of a out of respect because he brought her back after he shot her." Uh-huh. And then he said, "And two, I need someone to be my enemy. I need someone to keep me in check while I keep you in check." And so there, she brought him back to be her direct opposite mm. and to fight against her to make sure. Because at the end of the day, if she doesn't have someone keeping her in check, she understands. And we've seen what she can do, right? In one episode, she rips off a millionaire. She completely replaces the security for another, arguably one of the most powerful people in the world, in order to get a hold of this AI that's obviously some world killer mm-hmm. that can predict the future, and which is, seems pretty interesting. But... She realizes she could destroy this world pretty quickly, and I don't think she has always indicated that's not is her what she wants because of what they've done to her. But she understands that's counterproductive because she needs humans; they have to be around. She just wants them to serve her. She wants to create pain and suffering that they did to her. So I'm assuming that somehow she was able to use Charlotte Hale, the new, which according to spoiler spoiler alert, according to the preview, it looks like might be Teddy. Yeah. So I did like that Dolores kept going after the people who had visited her in Westworld. Yeah. Like each like one of them. She was like, personal. Yeah. Oh, I, we've met before. Uh, you were on a vacation doing she this and that. She is cold blooded, man. Yeah. When, I don't blame her after what she's gone Absolutely. through. Absolutely. Cold blooded. Yeah. What's with all these millionaires who are like closeted rapists in this TV show? It's a fair question. Call it. Do you think they were they were closeted rapists it, before they became millionaires, or is that just something that happens? I think money, money amplifies who you are. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, to be fair, though, I think I don't think you're wrong. I think money can make things worse, but I also think that let's just go ahead and get real. Uh, you know, you relegate yourself to your lizard brain, and there's no consequences. I've often thought, like people have asked me, my brother-in-law asked me all the time, "What would you do in Westworld?" Oh fuck. I'd be Mr. Black Hat, like, mm-hmm. killing everybody, doing all sorts of wicked-ass shit, because what's well, the consequence? When we saw what happened to Will, he was a white hat. It didn't yeah. last for very long. <laughs> yeah, I didn't last. But I think you just take it even to our real-world examples of, I mean, men in power right now, and you see what money's done in the actions and choices they've made, I, and it's not even Westworld. No. I think it just it would get worse in Westworld. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to jive down that rabbit hole. So I have a question for you guys, and we kind of talked about it during the episode. When they when he kept saying, I don't do personals, I have an idea of what that might be. I kind of wanted to hear what you guys' thoughts were. I thought uh, while we were watching it, and you mentioned, well, that was up close and personal when Dolores capped somebody. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I get in my mind when I think of a personal, where it's something face-to-face. You're not just carrying a bag or kind of assisting as an accomplice you're the one committing that's my guess as a personal i could see that yeah i like that i have no idea i literally asked i was were watching i'm like what does that mean and i I, yeah i have no idea yeah all of us don't know know. matt's any thoughts not really i it's i mean my initial reaction was like i he doesn't want to be an accomplice to a murder Mm. um but nothing really beyond that haven't a lot for much thought yet to be fair gotcha. if i came across a naked dude who was like super drugged up i'd say anything to get out of that 
Like, so, <laughs> I don't do, you don't want to make that, buddy. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't do whatever this is. <laughs> and so kind of on that point, that's where my theory comes in. So I, I like what you were saying, and I had that same thought of it can't be something that's up close and personal and like mm-hmm. in, in really in your face kind of crime. But then I started thinking about these guys are like, it's like Fiverr for crime, right? So you, <laughs> they, they post this shit on this thing. You get the, you look at it and you scan through and go, yeah, I want to do that job. And you select it. For me, I'm wondering if personals, I don't do personals means this isn't just a crime to make money. This is a crime from a personal level, right? So I'm doing uh-huh. something to someone on a personal level. It's it, it, it's involved personally. Maybe it's a vendetta. Maybe it's hmm. this, that, or the other. I could see that. But there's a personal touch to that. And it kind of going, it goes back to that naked guy. I mean, it may not be personal to someone else, but it's very personal to him. And that's something he's going to wake up and go, what the hell did I just do? Right. And so now you're all of a sudden having to get involved in something that's very personal. So that's just my hmm. my thought. Something else that stuck out to me is John Gallagher, the guy that wears the glasses named Liam that Dolores is trying to like swoon and get close to. I really thought the scene where they showed the that computer, that dome computer, where they're leaning over and, and just talking about it, his father. And he's he, he says something to the extent of didn't get a lot of attention from my dad and growing up. Um, he's like, and that, that's when I realized, what did he say? Like, what, I used to think that my dad loved this project or whatever more. Is that the part you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, and then he's more like, me. and then when I got older, I really understood that it wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. And then he was pulled away to talk to the bodyguard. But judging by his facial expressions, I think he really realized that his dad, I, what I want, what my thought was that didn't really love him. That was fully engrossed in this project. I'm not sure if I'm wrong there, but that was my thought. Yeah, I think, I think that follows the feeling of the, the, the TV show a lot better than someone has a loving dad. Yeah. But it also, it, it took me back. Cause then you think about Arnold in season one and two, where he was this mysterious guy that did so many things in this world, but then died. But Liam's dad built up this company, but is no longer alive as well. And I feel like it's another similar plot line where we're going to figure out, well, what did this figure do in this company? And does he have a hidden agenda that this other guy tried to, did he kill him? All these unanswered questions there as well. I'm just wondering who his dad is. Is it this? Because it's not this Sarek guy. Obviously, it didn't seem like he was. it was going to be that guy. Do you think I, he's the guy that's in control? That I think so, because that's that's the guy that they showed at least in the preview. It seems like he's the guy that's been because he's got this figured out. He knew Dolores was coming. He said it, he knew Dolores. He knows she's got he, five others when she's talking to Maeve, and so I think that's who's in control. But I don't know that that's his dad because they also meant or what did they say about Sarah's, uh that he's already looking for you or something like that, right? Yeah, he's obviously got with using that machine. He's obviously got some sort of insight that that algorithm can help figure some things out because it's just yeah he's like just like he was saying if she if he knew that I was talking to you I'd be dead already mm, gotcha the kid so I'm wondering I don't think that's his dad but I'm wondering who his dad is because it feels like that's some big reveal because they cut him off right before that he said who his dad was too yeah so I'm wondering if maybe it was Ford or Arnold or I thought yeah. it could be one or either of the other one because Arnold had a love affair with the machines right so it wouldn't be surprised for him to have some love affair with this AI that became a huge thing but hmm. so just curious but I was wondering if maybe it was Ford or yeah on a less Arnold. serious note love that Marshawn Lynch is in this <laughs> yeah 
as Giggles, but I just wanted to call a shout out to his t-shirt. Love that t-shirt. I think all of us need a t-shirt like that so we can identify, are you amused? Are you scared? Are you angry? Are you happy? <laughs> this guy just has like a mood ring for a t-shirt. <laughs> Seriously, I loved it. When it when he got hit in the face and it switched to angry, like it perked right up. I was like, I want one of those shirts. Corporate America could use a shirt like that. Oh, meetings would be so productive. <laughs> Like or, or unproductive. No, especially like one-on-ones, like your manager says something and immediately switches to angry. It's like, oh. Because you imagine, though, like if you're sitting in a boardroom with a bunch of people and they're wearing one of those shirts and you said something and all of them switched to angry. You're just like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> that would be a little Should be mandatory. That's amazing. Speaking of Caleb, um, you know how part of his psychology little treatment is talking to like his dead what is it called? Military. Francis? His yeah, friend. Francis. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. friend. He's like dead friend or whatever. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I can't see that being healthy for anyone. Like pretending to talk to someone who's dead. Um, I don't know. I guess coming from someone that's been through some therapy in the past, I don't judge me. Um, not, I don't judge you for that. Like, <laughs> I think everybody should judging go to some here. therapy. I judge you for other things. They, there is actually a lot of role play involved, um, depending <laughs> on the situation, and you know, and and I don't know. I've never been in a PTSD situation myself, but I do have some friends that have dealt with that, and they do a lot of role play. So I could see where they would come up with. I don't know how much it would help, but to me personally, I would feel kind of like him, where it would almost be like more painful to have that yeah but i could see where depending on the situation and the person where maybe that's the right thing it might help comfort feel like they're still around and part of your life even though it's very artificial but i don't know i get where you're coming from it made me uncomfortable once it dawned on everyone that that's what was going on it was like i'd like to point out that it dawned on me first i called that you know what i think was funny is when sean came on because i pictured that as like a recruiter and them taking your job away (laughs) Oh, yeah. oh, that's funny. <laughs> Are like, you human? This is Sean. Yeah. Oh, but I can answer you. Could, you could say that the other way that because Sean was a robot, that that connection that needed to happen, you don't want to be that company. Honestly, I would outsource that part of my job. Yeah, like, yeah. Like telling people that didn't get a job. Let's Done. Have, let's have a. Ro- yeah, we basically have a robot do. do you send an email. That's true. Just like that's an automated true. email. Yeah, because yeah. what good is it going to do to tell them that they didn't get it? Yeah, I'd outsource that part. Yeah, that's what, sure. That's what we did to Ian. Sean, yeah. there you go. Yeah. It's now so you know. funny because I'll tell you what, why having like been received those emails where we're like, especially when I get to a point that I've had a face-to-face interview and then I get an email that says, no, we don't need you. I'm like, you mother, but I would love to ask those questions like you did, right? Like, yeah. so what was it that made me not? And they've get that used to be the thing. Back mm-hmm. in the day, you'd, you'd talk to them and say, okay, what can I do mm-hmm. better? You know, for the next role that comes up, how could I fit that role better? How could I fit your culture? Whatever it is. I mean, it's so detached now to where we can't ask those questions. Well, speaking as a recruiter, there are a lot of legalities that you have to take into account when you're answering those questions. And that's why most of us just don't answer those questions. That's fair. But we digress. Absolutely. So I'll tell you something I didn't like, and this goes back to Cal. What I don't like is the perfect setup for him to meet Dolores. And what I mean by that is we have this guy that's obviously sick of the world and sick of humanity and the game and how it how it doesn't care. The big guy wins, the little guy loses. He's the perfect sidekick for Dolores. And it just felt, for a show that's never, 
I can't say never, but hasn't done that that obviously in the past. It, it felt, I was like, really? You're just going to perfectly lay this dude right in her lap? Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping that at some point he turns on her because that would be the only way that it would make me feel better about the fact that he's just perfectly set up to be her agent of human chaos. Because that's what I felt like. I was like, oh, great. I want to see him turn her. With the well D? Played, sir. <laughs> not often that Matson takes us dirty with the D. With the D. So one like right before that scene, you know, where he's talking to Francis and he unsubscribes from that service, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I just feel like if I'm gonna live my life or you know whatever," and it flashes to the ocean, you know, like those crashing rocks, mm-hmm. and then it flashes back, and he's like, "I just need something real." Like, what was the significance of that? Like the the flashing to the water. Because I thought he was going to kill himself. That's what I, I thought, did too. I did, too. I did. No, I, maybe that's what it was insinuating. To your point, because I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, I was, what the hell? Is he going to kill himself and then hurt Dolores is going to save him or what? So maybe it was he was contemplating both, right? He was thinking about that mm-hmm. on the phone call, then decided he needed... Because it was there was hesitation. I need to. And then it showed the water. Right. Then it cuts back to him going, finding someone real. So it was probably him. And I'll have to rewatch it, which I will. But, but it probably was like that. It's not a big The funny thing is he, he <laughs> won't have found something real, though, because Dolores exactly. isn't Oh, and that's why he turns on her. Because that uh, might be the twist, and he realizes later oh, that's a good point. that she isn't. The guy yeah. can't catch a break. Seriously. But maybe she'll become real in his life. Who knows? You never know. You never know. That was a big one for me. What are some things that you guys would like to see moving forward? I'd like to see Bernard like grow a pair and do something because he's so far he's the worst like nemesis ever. If he's if his sole purpose is to counterweight her like destructive force with whatever it is he's gonna do, he can't. He's got to do something. Hey, he can click a button and then he can go freaking ape batshit crazy. Yeah, but she doesn't need to click a button to go <laughs> like, kill a small squad of people. He beats up two like butchers and she kills a hit force. It just doesn't seem like it's matched up super she well. She got shot, though. Which makes sense for the the preview that we just watched, that he goes back to mm. Westworld to go get some reinforcements, basically. Because in that preview, he's like, I can't stop her myself. Yeah. So at least he's self-aware enough in that aspect. I, I mean, That's what I was going to allude to. I'm interested to see how they tie in. I mean, we're calling it, I don't know if it's appropriate to say Westworld anymore because it, it, there's other worlds there, but Westworld being the island how they're going to tie that back into the story arc. And we saw Maeve. I'm curious how the story is going to get back to that island and what part that will play. Uh, so I think there's there's a lot of characters there that we don't want to lose in some senses, but they're also in this new world and new people uh, as hosts, but in the real world. But I'm excited to see if they're going to give us more of this Nazi Germany world or whatever that looks like. Um, we could spend the rest of the yeah. season there and I would be happy. I don't think we spend more than half of next week's episode there. Yeah, it's I think too we'll good be there. So, true. Yeah, we'll so be JJ, there for two minutes, and then they'll take Maeve mm. to the real world. You said that Maeve is one of your favorite characters. She and is I'm, my favorite character. And I'm really curious why, because I felt like she had a really stupid storyline. See, and this is why. I, I think Maeve's probably the most misunderstood character. When I talk to people about this show, throughout the whole thing, Maeve is the only one that is not running on someone else's agenda throughout the whole show. They're trying to. Most of what Maeve is doing in the beginning of, of season one when she's trying to get out, right? When she, they wake her up, all of that was coded into her. And in the last episode, 
she decides I'm going to go back for my not real daughter. Okay, all right. You she chooses to go against the code that was written in her to leave her. She was supposed to be the one that left Westworld, the yep. island, and go that into what, the that's real what world. Was coded in there. That's and, what Ford wanted. Yeah, that's what okay. Ford wanted. He wanted her to go do it. She found a way to actually self-realize. She was told that that was what was happening, but then she found a way to beat her own code and actually become probably the most human of the hosts because she now makes those decisions. And even throughout season two, um, and I know you guys missed, because they didn't. most of the recaps don't show a lot of her story because most people feel like it was secondary. To me, it just continued down the path. She went into Samurai World. Whoever said they wanted to see more of that. She spent four episodes, four or five episodes in Samurai World. And she made decisions throughout that were against her code. She even got the, that young writer in on her side and they had this whole journey. It was really cool. I just like her because she's got a little bit, you talked about Javier Bernard being weak. And part of that is because all he wants to do is be human. He wants to be kind. He wants to do all the things that were coded for him. Dolores, her most recent code, and even though she's gotten rid of it and she can remember everything, she's always just the worst version of the host. She's nasty. She's mean. She wants to destroy humanity. Maeve is both, but she doesn't care about humanity. She doesn't care about hosts. She cares about family, the connections, the right Mm -hmm. things, and she'll destroy. She has no problem destroying Dolores because Dolores is, on one hand, evil, right? She will. She put. She feels bad for Bernard. She even tells him in two, both seasons, first two seasons, that she feels bad for him because he can't get past his desire to be something he'll never be. And she's got both sides figured out. She knows she's a host, but she knows how to be human, and she moves in both circles. That's why she's my favorite. She's the most complex character in my opinion. Well, it looks like she's going to team up with Bernard now. I'm so excited. And try and fight the dark side that is Dolores. But I think she'll do some nasty shit, too. Like, I don't think... Because, obviously, this guy is probably not going to be a good guy. He's just the human, right, that runs the world at some point. So I think you'll see Maeve. I'm I'm so stoked for Maeve's story. I was kind of sad that we didn't see more of her. That's why I was really tickled. When it popped up with that after the credit scene, I was like, yeah, it's Maeve, because I love her. I'm excited for Tommy, Tommy Flanagan's character, Connells, because I loved him from Sons of Anarchy. He's a great actor. I'm glad that he, I, I was worried he was going to die in episode one. <laughs> I didn't, I figured he's too expensive for them to do that. So, yeah. but now he's a host, but I don't think we know who is his conscience, which will be interesting to find out. And I don't know if they... I'm assuming it's going to be someone else's conscience based off those orbs that were taken off of, of Westworld. Curious to see who, who it is. Yeah, so, I mean, we're running into... Obviously, we have... Dolores was one of the orbs. Bernard was the other orb. We, If Teddy is who Charlotte Hale actually is mm-hmm. now, that's the third orb. And then, so that left us with two orbs, and obviously one of them is now going to be in uh, Flanagan's character. So I'm, I'm excited to see who that is, and I want to know who the last one is. Because she's got five people with her. Even the guy said she got five of her of her own kind. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see who. I've been mm. going through season one and two in my head trying to figure out who was she close enough to. Because mm-hmm. I don't – It's uh, she took her dad's orb, but that was what she used to flood the place. And they used it to basically destroy Westworld when they left. Um, I don't know. So it wasn't her dad's, but I don't know who the other two – I don't know who she was close enough to she take. She turned it into Waterworld. <laughs> See, yuck, <world>. yuck. <laughs> Great movie. I don't think I've ever wanted to poke you in the eye more than right <laughs> in this moment. 
I'm so punny. But I think my final recap is I'm just excited about the kind of new futuristic world. I'm excited to see what this algorithm, where it fits into the process, where Liam and Connell's and that story with Ciroc, maybe is Ciroc going to partner up with Maeve and Bernard and, and fight Dolores? We don't really know. He seems shady. Lots of unanswered things. I, I'm just more excited about the possibilities and some of the, the new blood, new actors that are in here, especially Aaron Paul um, as Caleb and where it's going to go and what twist we're going to get this season. Lots of fun. I will say the see-through doors and cars is very inconvenient for the things that Dolores is doing, like killing people and putting bodies in mm. cars. That's a good point. Yeah, and the one guy almost gets away because he sees it's himself in the back of that one car. Yeah, yeah. super inconvenient. Do they not believe in tinted windows? I guess not. Apparently not. That stops being a thing. Man. How do people like have sex in cars now? I mean, they were more spacious, so probably easier. Yeah, but just it, not privately. Mm, weird. Maybe there's a button specifically for car yeah, you sex. Can like, <laughs> you can like tint it. The future. What an idiot. <laughs> Food for thought. I love it. All right. So, anybody have any other thoughts they want to share before we wrap up Westworld season three, episode one? Did everyone like it? That's a fair point. Fair question. JJ, I think you got it. You're you're the most strong opinion about we're watching this because you brought us in. It's true. I I did enjoy it there were little things that i didn't love i talked about cal and i didn't love the look of the ai it made me think of irobot which is not one of my favorite movies oh yeah because that's who that that's what that looked like was the dome mm. at the bottom yeah. just a smaller like version of it yeah. yeah so i didn't love that i can get over that really quickly but that was just first knee-jerk reaction i thought uh, why would you copy that movie's formula for what an ai should look like but i'm really excited for me it was it was a setup episode it was slow but had some really cool parts that didn't make it so drag on like some of the other slower versions of episodes in Westworld previous seasons. But um, I'm just excited. I can't, I'm stoked it's back. I can't wait to just dig in. I wish it was Sunday again already. Yeah, I definitely want to see more. I, you said it was a setup episode and it was, and now I feel like I want to learn more, see more. They've built this new world and it's interesting and exciting. They've got some new characters. I'm curious to see more. Maybe not as curious and excited as JJ, but. It's hard to be as excited about this show as me. Are we? Do you find your you guys find yourself rooting more for Dolores, uh, or do you feel like your your allegiances are going to be switched over to maybe Bernard, Maeve Camp, or whoever presents themselves on the other side? I'm always in revenge camp. Like mm. I think she got screwed over, literally screwed over a bunch of times. Bunch of billionaires. Yeah, and so I'm like, yeah, just let her do her thing. But where I draw the line is like. Not all of humanity has gone to Westworld. Like, yeah, just kill anyone who went to Westworld and, like, mm. rape someone. Absolutely. I'm for that. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm excited for Cal. I want to know more about him. That's who I'm kind of looking forward to. And I want to see Dolores cause more chaos and cap some more yeah, people. I want to see some chaos, but I am excited for me. I don't know where I think I'm on the fence about who I'm going to be rooting for. But we, since this was a setup episode to kind of understand the opposite of the table to Dolores... I think in episodes two through four, I'm curious to know where my emotions are going to go and who I want to see succeed. I was glad that this episode was a little fa more fast-paced than previous episodes, but I think we're still in store for like a really slow season because that's that's Westworld, right? Like slow build up and then kind of catapults at the end. Yeah, it's it's very cerebral show. I, I think that's the other reason I really like it is. I can because we're all idiots. That's well, why I can't. <laughs> well, no, so somebody was talking about. Somebody was talking when Casey was down here with us. Somebody was talking about is she going to watch? And she tends to work while she listens, and then she'll go back and watch a couple times. And I'm 
my problem is, is I'll start watching shows and if it doesn't make me think or keep me, if there's not things that I have to dwell on and try to figure out, like I tend to lose focus. So that's why I end up watching TV shows multiple times because I miss things because I tune out. Westworld has never been a show. I do not tune out. Even on the slow episodes, I'm constantly looking mm. for what are the little subtle hints? What are the things that I'm missing? And it it really did that for me with season one. I, I've told Ian a couple of times that I figured out when that William was the man in black pretty early. I didn't 100% know, but I knew two things. I knew there was a timeline right after the second episode because you see William go up the escalator and there's the old Westworld logo at the top of the escalator. And then it immediately shows that same place later but with the new logo i was like that didn't make sense why did they change that the same I damn did day not catch wow. that. and then the yeah, next piece he I is caught, smarter than us way smarter than us only when it comes to watching tv so the other part is that i caught is when the, he when anthony hopkins and ed harris are in the bar with teddy and he slams that knife he goes to pull the knife out teddy slams a knife into the table on him to keep him from hurting anthony hopkins that knife i went shit that's logan's knife how did he get no logan's knife and then I went, is the man in black Logan? And I'm like, no, Logan's not that cool. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, shit. Is that William? Did he keep Logan's knife? And did he turn into an asshole at the end of this whole thing? Mm. Because I'd already figured out the timelines, and then I saw that. And then I started, again, I wasn't 100% sure, but I had a pretty good idea that that's what was going on. So I was really excited when it turned out to be true. And that's the shit that I watch for in this show. So that's what, audience, be aware. Jage is going to reveal some a couple of things. <sighs> spoiler alert that he's going to find out. Be prepared for them to come. Possibly. I will not be spoiling anything. Javier will accentuate the headshots and violence for us. Yeah. You you spoiled, uh, well, I mean, it wasn't like a spoil, but Francis, you got oh, that. Nailed yeah, you did. yeah look that at that. You Mr. That Cerebral. Hell yeah. Dab. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, I have a question for you. Yes. Will you will you watch Westworld season or episode one t- once or twice again tonight? Um, I'll watch it at least once tonight. It depends on how tired I am after the next episode or at the end of the next watch. If I'll watch if, it for those of you that are new to this, when you're getting into our our podcast, JJ is a rewatcher, without a doubt. On things oh, that I really sure. like, especially Westworld, I will probably watch each episode of this season four or five times before the season's out. Wow. It's because I just love Jeez. to look for the little things that, because I guarantee there's a half a dozen things we missed in this episode that will answer the questions that I have right now, or at least start to. So hmm. that's what I look You'll have for. to answer those next week for us. I might just. All right, guys, I think that's it. Excited to finish the rest of this season. So Thursdays, uh, watch for our continued Westworld. Obviously, you can also go to our sister podcast, What's Our Verdict, which we talk about movies, new movies. We compare movies, uh, a couple of different series there. So check that out as well. You can find that one at whatsourverdict.com. You can find this one at whatsourverdicttv.com. You can also find us Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher. Basically, we're all fine podcasts are found. You can find us. Uh, Google search for us. We're there. Check uh, out our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You'll see a lot of posts. Come, come comment. Come give us a follow. Give us a review on when you listen to our podcasts. Uh, we want to hear from you. Give us recommendations on if there's things you want us to talk about as we recap, uh, we're, we're all ears. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we always appreciate those reviews like Manson was talking about. And uh, let us know uh, what else we can do and share with a friend. That's how we help you help grow the podcast. And um, we definitely want to hear from you. So thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye now.